Okay. Hello again. Dwayne Brummett here with Ali Alvarigo, 200talk.com. Ali, good to be with you today, sir. Dwayne as well. I mean, good to be with you too. It's uh, it was funny. We, I mean, the world as we know it could have almost just ended at this moment because of uh, our Facebook wasn't working. Like, what are we going to do? Facebook down! Facebook down! Do you ever see the TV show? I, I absolutely used to love this TV show called Revolution, and it was about um, these people that developed these bots, little tiny microbots, to go into the bloodstream to kill disease. But what happened was it became airborne, and they're mechanical, like, like, but, but they're microscopic, and they became airborne, and they attacked all anything electrical because it had to do with the electric, they would sense electricity within the body and go after certain cells. So it mm-hmm. kind of went into the air and they reproduced and it attacked everything electrical. So nothing with any kind of advanced electrical could work on the planet. So like computers, internet, telephone, cars, anything that had any kind of computer uh, assist in it stopped working. So the world went down. Planes couldn't fly, cars couldn't drive, and there was a total revolution. And there were these pockets of people that were, were living within the United States within, under their own country rules. Old guns worked only knives, and they had to build fires and cook from fires. It was insane, but it was all about losing technology and how the world would immediately be shut down. And that, that's, oh, it, it was a very cool show. But anyway, long story short, we couldn't get on Facebook this morning, and it was tough. But now it's uh, now we're on. So I'm hoping that. Well, I don't know because it's still. Yeah, but here's the deal: it's still saying it's down. I'm trying to get on, and it's still saying. It's I'm going to refresh. Is it so? It, did, it said five four three two one and signed us in. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. I'm just saying I can't pull up Facebook on my web browser. Oh, uh, okay. Let me try to get in there and see if we're live because it doesn't appear to be live right at the moment because I'm on the actual page. So let me right, see right. if normally it says we've gone live. So there may be an issue. Um, let me ask my partner. Um, can I'm going to say, can you go to Yeah, I keep getting an error on their screen saying Facebook is down for required maintenance right now. Facebook. They should be back up. Really? Yeah. Yep. That's insane. Okay, well, we're on our regular call anyway, recording, so that's a good thing. So we might want to – we'll just keep going with our, our telephone recording, you know, for our podcast, and we'll do it from there. So yep. we could always do another one, Facebook Live, later, or make it up or whatever. But it's interesting, right? Imagine – just imagine – um, this would be like a major disruption in, in the way the world was run. You know, what would people have to complain about? What could they, who could they, you know, who could they send their pictures to? I saw this funny video with uh, these, this guy and a girl dating, and she's like, you know, hey, let me send you a photo of our food and, uh, you know, from our date, you know, our first date or a few dates. And, and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm not on social media. And she, like, freaked out. She had, she couldn't believe it. It was like a nightmare. You know, they played the nightmare music and so on and so forth. It was so funny. Um, and, uh, you know, it turned out, you know, she wasn't on Instagram. He wasn't on Pinterest. He wasn't on Vimeo. And she's like, this guy doesn't exist. He doesn't have a, a, a you know, a footprint on the Internet. And, you know, he's just a normal guy. He's like, I don't want to be involved with any of that stuff. My life is so happy without it. Um, it, uh, my partner's saying that on the, on the video on Facebook, it says school owner, there's no podcast. It says the scheduled time for the video will has passed. So that's weird, right? So we're definitely not on. So that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, let's continue with our call as we go. Well, yeah. Still look, yeah. yeah let's, it, it, 
and we can post it later. We just there just won't be a video. Everybody'll just have to listen to it, you know, like right. we normally listen to podcasts. So Right. Right. Okay, cool. But it's so it's still kinda of nice to see you though. Yeah, exactly. We see each other, but they can't <laughs> see us. So our call today was um and I, I wrote a little thing about it to, to make it a little bit more sexier as we always say, right? So I wrote um, you know, our call is about uh let's see where is it? Um successful for uh, what what is oh here we go um fall marketing and events schools should be doing don't miss out on this content rich and packed podcast and call today Dwayne and Allie have been running successful martial arts schools for over 40 years blah 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 so that's you know that's it did, but the call is yeah did you say did you say four years 40 Oh, gotcha. Okay. All right. Co- combined, right? Combined between you and I, right? We're just oh, probably over 40 years. You've been, well, I've been 26. Because, yeah, I'll be coming up to my 20th in February. Wow. So just so 40, about 46 years, but because I've been open 26 years. So, but amazing though, right? That, that, you know, that long and, and you know, we, you and I talk and, and about so many things that go on within our school. So we, you know, we could share with new school owners, old school owners that have been doing it a long time too, that just need verification and, you know, to, to, to know that they're not alone. But, um, you, I guess let's just right away jump into, you know, th- this is October. Um, I could rattle off a ton of things that I'm doing, and then uh, yeah, why don't do why don't you? And... Because yeah, you know, listen. The only thing that you know um, that we're really doing besides you know the um, uh, the Halloween cards, you know, everybody I think should be doing the Halloween cards. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, and I bring this up specifically because Allie always feels a little bad bringing up the Halloween cards because his company actually produces Halloween cards, but that's where I get my Halloween cards from. So I, yeah, I don't feel bad about saying that. So I would say number one, it's not too late to get the Halloween cards from you. Right, Allie? Right. Definitely not. Yeah. So let's quickly talk about that. Yeah. So how to, how do they number one, get access to um, be able to see what type of Halloween cards, where do they go? Well, um, let me put this in perspective too. It's an interesting thing, and I, I want to just bring this up because it's a big mistake by school by school owners. So, number one, holiday cards. Period for any holiday, whether it be Halloween, um, you know, uh, Christmas, the holidays of you know Christmas holidays, um, you know, spring break or Valentine's Day or St. Patrick's Day. We have cards for all of these things. Now, basically, these cards are like a VIP pass for people to come in and try out your class. So a lot of times I hear from school owners, I did them last year, I only got one person. I did them last year, I got two or three people. It really wasn't worth my time and effort. But I have to point out, like if I took $100 bills, and let's say your tuition is 100 a month and it's 1200 for the year, and I put a stack of $1,200 on the desk, and I said, here's three of them. Would you, and all you have to do is pay $150 and put some sweat equity in to get these. Um, would you take that $150 that you pay for the cards and buy uh, $3,600 worth of stuff, right? And that's but why I always ask. But what's the sweat equity? I, I never understood that. What's the sweat equity? You're going to divide them up into packages of 30 or 20 or whatever right. you're going to do in order right. to give them out. Um, yeah. What's the sweat equity? Well, that's my point, and that's really why I try to open up – like, look, schools have been built – businesses are built at one customer at a time. You know, very rarely do you have this disruptor. This is a new term that all these big entrepreneurs are using 
where you come in and you disrupt the industry and you have a flood of people pouring into your business, right? Most martial arts schools, and if you're lucky, you're in an area where there's a deficit of martial arts schools, which is getting less and less likely in the world today because there's a school on every corner. And no, no matter how rural your town is, um, anyway, longer, you know, you're, you're there and you're going to build your studio one student at a time and you hope to retain them when another one comes in and you build and you get 10 and you maybe lose two and you get another five and you lose one. And slowly you'll have 100, 150 or whatever you want to have, right? So we have to look at our marketing that way. So, so the Halloween cards are an absolute great way or holiday cards throughout to do them. And it's very inexpensive. We, we customize them with your logo. We put on the special that you want to offer. We drop ship them for free to you. Um, and then you have them. And like you said, we do them in wraps of, you know, 10 or 20 and, and we give them out to the, to the students. Hey, I don't remember what it was. I think I ordered ten thousand last year. I think right, right. And, and and I don't know how much ten thousand cost me, but it was under five hundred bucks. It was like oh, four hundred. No, way low. Yeah, lower what, than that actually. Whatever it was, um, even if I get one student from that, right, that stays with stays with me for three months, you know, or four months, I've made my money back. You know, correct. So and yeah, so, and by the way, by the way, if you use Ali's referral program, the strategic referral program that he has, you're going to have other people like your own clientele trying to knock down the door to hand those suckers out because they get they get and I know this call isn't about referrals, um, but it the way that you've designed your referral program warrants people to get involved in right. passing these suckers out because they have a true vested interest, not just a perceived vested interest, although that is true. They have a true vested interest yeah. on wanting to hand these cards out for you. So there's really no sweat equity. And, and, and hey, if you're worried about dividing them up, you get the moms that are uh, or the dads or whoever's in the, the viewing area cackling with each other to come in and say, hey, can you help me divide? Oh, my gosh. They'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'll help yeah. you divide those up. They're just yeah, sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, and you know what's interesting, too? I mean, you know, you, you say that, you know, uh, maybe the cards are not really part of our topic, but actually this is one of our things. We're doing a, a fall to, to holiday referral push. So that's one of our events, and I'm holding up my quote fingers for those of you listening. So, um, you know, it's our events are not necessarily just things that we do to, you know, to create a, you know, experience, but it's also about, um, you know, doing things that are, uh, you know, that are help build the school, that are, you know, that are promoting the school, that are, you know, creating more retail opportunities and so on. So our fall event is all about referral, is, and we're doing that as part of our event. And by the way, um, I'll mention a few things that we're doing in my school, and all of them are tied into. So let's just always roll back to the referral program. So, like, we have a Halloween party coming up. Um, we do ours on the 27th of Friday night. We shut all classes. We do it at our secondary school. We have a haunted house. We have a lot of fun stuff, costume contests, uh, obstacle courses. They get food. It's three hours. And it's just fun. I mean, we usually have 70 kids around there, somewhere around the cutoff I think I have. I'm looking at my flyer. Um, I believe I, 75 kids I have at the cutoff. We'll be right around that that point. Yeah. So what's the what's the purpose of doing that Halloween party? Like, what does that give you? Um, because it's costing you money. What in return are you hoping to get back from it? Well, it doesn't cost me money. Um, it makes me money. 
So the, the big thing is that it is a profit generator for the school because it, it creates a little bit of income coming in. Um, but uh, at the same time, the most important thing, it's a goodwill event as well. And and we our costs are twenty nine ninety nine. I mean, for three hours of, of kids coming in, that's $10 an hour, less than a babysitter. And, you, you know, your kid gets to go somewhere and have an experience versus sitting home with the babysitter eating your food um, and, you know, talking and texting their friends, you know, whatever. Um, but, but, and then we do siblings at half price. So if it's a family of two, they could do both kids for 45 bucks. That includes pizza, drinks, and, you know, Halloween contest, a Halloween costume contest, and so on and so forth. Um, we do, like I said, the obstacle course, and they could bring a friend for half price as well that's not a family member. Uh, actually for $20. I'm sorry. So we also use that as a referral generator. Now, by the way, Many kids will come to the Halloween party that have no interest in joining my school. Majority of the time, they're just kids who want to come to a Halloween party with their buddy. But however, um, it is a good thing to to, to kind yeah. of invest. But but those individuals might do a birthday party with you. you Maybe they'll true. never do karate with you, but they'll do a birthday party yeah. with you. They'll do a bully buster seminar with you. They'll do an yeah. anti-abduction seminar with you, but they just won't uh, join the school. But that's right. okay. Yeah, and here's the thing. You know, the bad part about me doing these podcasts and sharing these secrets on an open forum is sometimes I have parents of my school that listen in, and then they think that it's all about the money. So I go, hey, Dwayne, you know, we can make a good profit on this event. You know, let's say we have 75 kids. It's 30 bucks a kid. That's $2,100, less the pizza and the employees and all that other stuff. The school walks away with a little bit of a profit, right? Um, But what people don't understand is that without this type of behavior, this profitable behavior, um, like like churches, which people, it's amazing. I have a book on my shelf. I should send it to you. And it was, uh, it's about churches and and the, and the majority of churches that go out of business. Like people think it's a church, you know, they're a church, but but they will close their doors because they don't have a congregation. They can't cover their expenses, even though they're tax deductible. They don't pay certain taxes from the government. They still have to pay heat, oil, you know, all these things, maintenance. You know, they pay their pastors and, and, and you know, priests to do sermons. Not a lot. They sometimes house them and supply them with food and a place to live. So the interesting thing is a lot of times people look at the business, and again, quote fingers are up, as the big bad enterprise, you know. And they don't realize, like, they don't – and people, just because they're paying, they somehow feel slighted. Like, you know, and I think it's the oddest dynamic because with me and my teacher, um, I would love to – and I would do so much for my teacher so that I could help him be my teacher. Like, for example, if he couldn't afford – to teach me because he had to go out and get a job and he couldn't run his dojo because it went out of business. I selfishly didn't want that to happen. So I kept him in, you know, in the business by helping him and paying for things and doing tournaments and raising money. That was my yearly, my honor to my teacher. But anyway, without getting to this big metaphysical spiritual talk, um, you know, that's why we do these events. So if there are parents listening to this, I want them to really think about why we do them. But if not, you know, martial arts, school, well, that's an, another reason why. Here's the other thing, you know, what better place to have your kids spend time than in the martial arts school that you already believe in, you already trust those individuals. Yeah. They're going to spend money and time somewhere else. Yeah. So why not support what they already are supporting? You know, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's kind of almost like becoming um, – the the question of the century like logic is here and then how people act <laughs> is here like for me and you i would think that that makes sense right like be good to your teacher 
you know, remember where it all came from. You know, it's like going like, you know, it's an interesting dynamic at how people look at the, the owner of the business as the evil emperor and all the employees as the minions that are being abused and, and you know, being taken care of improperly. I mean, I look at it like I've always been – I've only had a few jobs in my life, right? And with the jobs that I had – and I was young, very young, but this is, comes from my parents. Um, I always felt very – honored that they hired me and I felt very compelled to give them more than what I was being paid for and I always felt uh, indebted to them because they gave me a job. I didn't feel like I'll come to work and screw you over and steal things and not work as hard as I can and not give you what you're paying me for because hey I'm you know you're the big bad emperor of this business and you're making all the money and I'm just a minion who's being abused. I, I just don't get it. I don't understand and now listen there are certain companies that that are much more profit centric and they care more about that stuff than they do, um, you know, their employees. But the majority of companies are trying to work hard to give their employees great things. You you can't get away with that as as a as a small business owner. You just you just right. can't. Yeah, you know, you're, you're, there's no small business owner that's going to stay in business that long that treat their employees like crap. It's yeah. just not going to be that way. Yeah. Anyways, let's get on so, to yeah, back so, to the so, subject. So Halloween party I'm doing, and I told everybody the dynamic. Then I do a personally, I do an inter-school tournament. We call it a Shi'i. Um, a Shi'i is like a family gathering competition, or, you know, like a sport competition against your family just to test your skills. So we do this tournament within our dojo. Um, we have different times throughout the day. We might get, we used to get, I, like, I used to do these and get 700 members. My schools are a lot smaller now um, by design. Um, however, uh, you know, we have a really good Shi'i. So if you have 100 members, for that we charge 45 bucks. It's a, four events. They get medals for every event. One of the parents comes for free. Um, and it's just a motivational inter-school tournament so that they can get out of their comfort zone and perform in front of a crowd go against their peers, that, but, but, but go against them in, in healthy competition. So that's another event that I do. And then I have after that, I know we're rolling quick, but Thanksgiving, we're off the Friday, which they call Black Friday. I don't know exactly why they call it that, but um, we're there doing a holiday retail sale for the parents who are buying stuff that they need to get at a good discount. And then we do a turkey camp, we call it. Our our thing is kind of interesting. It says, you know, bring your little turkeys to our camp or, you know, like that kind of thing. But we do that, and it's a day camp. It starts at 9 in the morning. There is early drop-off available. It goes to 3 in the afternoon. Um, if we get – we charge only 55 bucks for the day. So if you break it down by the hour, it's like, you know, 6 bucks an hour. Um, and uh, they bring their own food, but we do games. We'll have um, you know, play, we play games. We do martial arts. We do cool, cool crafts and all sorts of stuff. And um, we charge fifty five bucks, forty dollars for siblings. Um, so a family could bring both of their kids for the entire day. They could go out and shop and do whatever they need to do, and then they come and pick them up at the end of the day. It's a great event for the parents. I look at this as more of a service rather than an income generator, but, we, you know, we could make money on it. Obviously, listen, we're always trying to turn a profit so that we cover our expenses and uh, not go out of business and, and flourish, right? So, um, but again, it, it's a really great thing. And by the way, I also give a discount to them to do a $25 credit if they come to this turkey camp to another event, which would be our, our you know, our winter spring break camp or our winter break camp and so on. And then I, I also, I'm already, I have my flyer out. You guys all could check all this stuff out right on my website at liNinja.com and go to the, uh, to the calendar and events page. And I have all my flyers up already. I even have my Christmas party flyer up already. It's going to be on December 16th. And I do that because 
I don't want to roll around to December and they've already booked all their weekends with other functions. So I want to at least give them the opportunity to say, hey, listen, we're not going to go to this because we're going to go to the dojo holiday party. And um, we don't charge for the holiday party. It's free of charge. Everyone, oh, well, it's not free of charge. They actually have to bring one canned or non-perishable food item in to reserve their spot. Um, so that we take all those food items and we bring them to a soup kitchen. We've been doing this for the last 20 years. The United Methodist Church, by me, they have a big soup kitchen for people that you would be amazed in my town, which is a pretty affluent town. There's lines of people that need food and, and supplies. And um, we, we do it from 530 to 930. It's four, four hours. We have Santa comes down. We have a great Santa Claus. Our great Santa comes down. And um, we also, it's a potluck dinner. So everyone makes their own dessert and, and dish. So we get to sample all these really cool foods. And I supply everything, the tables, the tablecloths, the music, the Santa, the sternos, the, you know, the everything. And then we have a great night. It's like a four hours of us just hanging with each other and our demo team performs and other things like that. Very nice. Yeah. So that's what I have. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. And we already have our winter break flyer up, which is February 19th to the 23rd in my area. I know we're all the way into 2018, but parents look ahead. They go like, well, we're going to be working during this winter break, you know, so what do we do? Where do we put the kids? Where do they go? Well, we have this available for them for the entire week, and we're so inexpensive. We charge 189 for the entire week from 9 in the morning till 3 in the afternoon. So it's like it's less than like 4 bucks an hour for them to be there with us, and we're doing martial arts. They get belt advancement if they come to the whole camp. They, they do crafts. We have a movie day. It's just a real good day for, for the kids, a good week, I should say. So those are nice. some of the things that we're doing. I mean, I don't know if you have any others to add to that that you're doing. No, nah, we're pretty boring, man. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we've got our zombie wars coming up. They're Nerf zombie wars. So awesome. of course we're gonna, you know, utilize that and uh, and and do that. And then I know that we're one of the same with this. You know, you have your holiday sale. You know, your Christmas sale, whatever. And we, right. we I know you didn't bring it bring it up, but but I'll bring it up. Is yeah. you know you got to have to be selling. You know your uh, merchandise, you know, whether it's your new new sweatshirts, new long sleeve shirts, new stocking caps, yeah. whatever it is, plus all of the other martial arts supplies. Um, yeah. Uh, through touches in, right? Yeah. Uh, through touches well, in. Well, through, through through my retail store. But anyway, I mean, that's amazing though. You you've done retail. I mean, you shared your numbers with me, and I won't share them with anyone. But um, you do what most schools in retail, some schools do in profit. Um, I mean, so, I mean, and it's, you know, that's interesting, right? So, um, and you don't have this big retail operation either. You've showed me, and we're going to do this for our clients. We're going to redo your retail and track the video and everything and show the differences. But um, but you do really good on retail. And, and tell, share with people some of your staple items because that's, this is the word that you guys need to drill into your head. You need to have staple items within your retail that your students are inclined to get, like to either advance in rank, they have to learn how to do nunchucks or comma, or, you know, you have a summer uniform and a winter uniform, or you have, you know, whatever going on. So share with some of the stuff that they do in your school. Yeah, well, one of the biggest things is our T-shirt summer. Um, we we offer the opportunity to wear a uh, TriStar Martial Arts Academy T-shirt in the summertime um, instead of their karate top. So we do that come, you know, in May we start selling those, and the pre-sales are the biggest 
uh, biggest ones we make the most money from. After the pre-sale, if they want to buy any extra or if somebody didn't do the pre-sale, then they have to pay the full price, you know, later right. on. So we do, that's our biggest staple item. But, so the, 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 like I said, the one biggest staple item is the t-shirts. Come September into October, we do the long sleeve shirts. Uh, so that's another big stapled item. And then we don't sell as many, but uh, so the T-shirts, we sell almost, I think this year we sold almost 300 uh, T-shirts, yeah. if if not more, but, but around that number. Yeah. Um, the long sleeve shirts, we sold, I think, 96 to 100, something like that. Right. Right. So not as many. And then right now uh, we're, we're getting ready to launch our sweatshirt, uh, you know, for, for yeah. Christmas sale. You know, everybody wants to yeah. buy a sweatshirt and put it underneath the tree for their kids and, and that type of thing. So we do the sweatshirts. Those are our three biggest stapled items, if that makes right. sense. No, that's not awesome, to mention. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I love what you're saying about the shirts because these are specialty items that are staple items. Like every fall, you could do sweatshirts, hoodies, jackets, right? Every spring, you could do a windbreaker, T-shirts, tank tops, whatever, right? But but we do, yeah, and, and every year we have a different um, – so for our T-shirts, I usually have two different designs. For our long-sleeve shirt, it's one different design with two different colors. And then our sweatshirts, I usually have one – design but two different colors so there's options mm-hmm. but every year that changes so it's not ever the same one same um, right yeah yeah and and really i just had an epiphany this year like duh why don't i go back and do some of the old ones yeah that are are vintage so i can right? do and call them call them the vintage tristar yeah. shirts and and redo those like this will be a vent like i'm thinking maybe next year throughout the whole year it'll be a vintage year so we'll pull out the the 2007 vintage, vintage ones and have those redone. Right. Um, exactly. And, you know, sometimes you end up with inventory. And then, you know, rather than keeping it out and letting it dusty, get dusty, because it looks like if it sits too long, people think it's not sellable. So they don't even look at it. So you want to package those items up and put them in a box and bring them back out, seasonal items, right? That's a whole retail 101 thing that most people are afraid to even learn in a martial arts school. Um, but, hey, Dwayne, let's see if we could sign in and try to start the call now. Do you think we could try it? Because it seems like everything is up and running on Facebook. Let's see if we could do at least a half hour. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting Facebook to pull up. Oh, no, still? Nope. Mine but we still have this moving. Yeah, this is still recording anyways. We'll just I'm going to tell I'm I'm going to tell people uh do, I'm going to just write due to video issues on Facebook we are going to release the podcast um soon today. Yeah. Um, I would say yeah. audio maybe say yeah. audio audio podcast. Okay, cool. Um yeah, so so anyway, so with with this being said, I, I think that when I first had my martial arts school, it was more about just the school, right, the martial arts. And then I slowly realized that it's a community, right? So in order to keep a community happy and to make it interesting so it's not boring, we want to, uh, we want to create events that build a synergy, um, you know, between the parents and the dynamics and the kids and everything, get them to come out and be a part of what we do. And that's why I offer these events. Um, they're fun. 
Uh, the kids love it. I mean, I, I love it. You know, I like being there with the kids and the parents and even adult seminars for, you know, for, for adults to train with a martial art legend or whatever it may be. There's so much you could be doing. But for me, for the fall, it's all about, um, you know, membership drives, which could be called referral programs or membership pushes or buddy days and buddy weeks and, you know, giving out the Halloween cards. And by the way, you paid for the 10,000 cards. It's only 350 bucks. Gotcha. Okay. That includes shipping. I pulled it up so I could just let everyone know. Um, and they're, they're available for, you know, for Christmas, for Valentine's Day, for St. Patrick's Day, for everything. So, hey, um, you didn't, uh, you didn't say how they could, oh, how do they get a hold of you if they want those? Well, they can easily email me at shihan at, uh, s-h-i-h-a-n at l-i-ninja, l-i-n-i-n-j-a dot com or call me on my cell 631-374-6518. 631-374-6518. We can put this order together. Um, but, uh, you could email me and, uh, we could get it going. I, I also have it on our Facebook page. I think I posted it a few posts back on okay, good, level, good. schoolownertalk.com. Uh, I think I had the flyers. I put them up there. Just scroll back in time. You'll find the flyers, uh, for the, for the, uh, actual cards for Halloween. But here's the thing. It, it's interesting. I'm going to give you guys I'm more involved now than ever in my dojo, not than ever, than I have been in a while because, you know, of course I had staff and I kind of pulled back, but now my daughter's in college. I find I have a lot more time on my hand. And, uh, you know, so every time I get something in the mail, I'll get like, um, I'll get like a card from the chamber of commerce or I'll get a letter for some sort of organization that's doing a fundraiser, right? And they're, they're always soliciting businesses, so we don't ever do – our rule of thumb is we don't do booster ads. We don't do journals for the football team and pay for ads to sit in the back of a journal that no one reads. However, if they have a dinner coming up, we will donate two baskets because I have kickboxing and I have martial arts. So I'll donate two baskets of a month free with a T-shirt or maybe like a pair of gloves or something. And I went out and I ordered plastic baskets, you know, like the ones that you get when you go to like Red Robin and they have the little uh, wax paper and they put your hamburger in it. I ordered the bigger size baskets. I got like four dozen of them for like 25 bucks. And then we fill those baskets. So anytime I get a request, I call up and I offer them two Chinese auction uh, gift bags, right, for a winner. So you know that if they're putting their money in, they're going to want at least uh, – well they hopefully at least want to come down and actually do the free month, right? So we have a chance right. to sell them. So for every two baskets, you know, we give away, hopefully we get two prospects that will come in and do a trial month, right? However, I do also offer, and I just customized this for the United Somethings Group, USSS, um, and they're like a military family group or whatever, and I did custom passes that I, I designed, and I put their logo on the pass, and I said, how many people come to your dinner? They said 300, so I made 300 passes up. Actually, I made 500, and I'm going to give them the passes. It cost me maybe $125 and, uh, for, the, for the printing and everything, and they're going to give them out to every single person that goes to their dinner and leave stacks for them to give to their friends and family. Now, I have to tell you, the reception from this organization was like they, they are so overwhelmed and happy with us doing this for them that they're blown away by the generosity. You and I both know, and they know too, and I told them, I said, listen, I'm altruistic and I want to help, but I also want to create exposure for my school, so that's why I'm doing this. And they get it, but, but they get to raise money based on my donations. So they may, if they do $400 in raffles with people buying raffles to get my product, that's $400 that I just gave to them. 
right? So, and I do this with every group, whether it be chamber of commerce, local groups, you know, civic centers, whenever it comes in as a request, I personally call them and set this up and, um, and I get on top of it. Now, again, it's like we, it passes one or two people, four people, whatever. Yeah. And we do, uh, I, our stapled is, uh, um, uh, birthday parties. So when they want something for their raffle or something, you know what I mean? We just, we give yeah. them a, a free one hour birthday party. Um, and they, of course, get the three different parties to choose from, right? They can either choose the, um, uh, the ninja party, the nerf party, or the Jedi party. And, right. Um, you know, and the reason I do that is because, uh, you know, I want, for that one basket, right, that actually it's a certificate. Yeah. Uh, from that one certificate, I want multiple leads. Uh, well, tell me that, that again. Just I'm, I'm sorry I was typing one of our clients. So just repeat that because that sounds like something I would love to steal. Yeah, so it, you swipe and deploy. You don't steal. Yeah, right, um, right. No. <laughs> so I decided a long time ago not to do the one month free and the free uniform or whatever for raffles. Right. Um, I decided that, you know, for the, a better bang for my buck and for them to have an experience to give a one-hour birthday party. And, and by the way, our birthday parties are in increments, so there's, they can either choose, you know, uh, when you do a birthday party, you either do a one-hour, an hour-and-a-half, or two-hour party. So we give a one-hour certificate uh, for a free one-hour party. You can choose from one of the three parties, whether it's a, uh, a ninja party, a, a nerf party, or a Jedi party. And then, so, of course, they raffle that off, and then we get the person to call us. And then um, they call us to book the party. And, of course, then what we do is we upgrade them. You know, they can either stick with a one-hour free party, or if they want to do an hour and a half or the two-hour, they just pay the difference. In most cases, they upgrade to an hour and a half or a two-hour party yeah. and just pay the difference. And now we have, you know, and, and with a one-hour party, you get ten friends. With an hour and a half party, you get 15 friends, and with a two-hour party, you get 20 friends. Right. And so now we have, you know, if they upgrade to the two-hour party, now we have 20 people to market to, as opposed to the 10 people. That's why I don't give out the one month free because that's only I like one that, person coming in. Well, how about if you did, like I said, buying these baskets are so cheap, right? You know, I used to have an ample supply of those those wicker baskets because. You know, you'd get them during Christmas. You'd get a gift bag from their families, and I would save the baskets. Um, however, um, I don't really get them that much anymore, so I ended up buying these baskets. So what if you did three different giveaways uh, or whatever, two for you, but for me it would be kickboxing, martial arts, and a birthday party package. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, you could do that. You, yeah, I just – I don't uh, – like, I don't want the one – the one-shot deal. I, I, I just don't do that. Yeah. Well, I like that. That's true. I, I love what you're saying. So, I mean, I should expand my reach, right? Like, I should have a party thing as well. You should at least put, yeah, and just do the one-hour one and then upgrade them from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love it. And even if, you know, for me, hopefully, if, if done right, a birthday party brings people in and maybe you sign up two or three for a trial membership and then maybe one loves it and, and you have another student. Again, remember, it's building the dojo one but student not, at a time. But it's not just that because those people that come to a party, I've often had people come to a party and go, you know what, I want that same exact party when it's my time. Right. Even if they never right. did karate with us or ever do karate with us. Exactly. Um, so let's get back real quickly just because I know we've got to go. Um, yeah. I do anyways. 
um, is that uh, so holiday? You got your 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 holiday sales, but that's a stapled item that you should be doing at this time of year. You should be launching it, I believe, by November first at the latest. Um, you know, to yeah. give you about a month and a half of holiday sales. Yeah. Um, the karate for the holidays that we always do, or karate for Christmas yeah. that I do. You oh, do we didn't. We didn't. Holidays. Yeah, we didn't mention that. That's a. That's a. You know, we have cards that we give out people to to refer their friends, and they buy them a gift for whatever it is. And and by the way, in my area, if you're a school owner in the New York area, Suffolk County or Nassau County, you could get on my coupon distribution where it's karateforthehollidays.com and become one of those registered schools and hopefully become a member. It's nothing, no charge. It's free of charge. You you just get the students out of it. And and we promote, like we have like 15 or 16 different schools on that on that website. Yeah, so that's an opportunity there. Um, the The other thing is I personally do the first Friday of every November, I do a women's self-defense course. Um, and then I always follow that up with the upgraded self-defense course two weeks later. So anybody that came to that women's self-defense course, I upgrade them or, to the second one. Um, and that, that's always been a, a, a good time of year for me uh, to do those things. Um, we, uh, we do a, a board-breaking seminar in December. Mm-hmm. We always do that the last Friday that we're open right before we close, um, and we make a big deal about it. So a couple of things that happen on that. Uh, real quickly, is one, um, we take pictures of them actually doing the board break, right? And they're going to get access to those pictures. Um, mm-hmm. I, impose our lo- I, we, I impose our logo on it, and then they have a, 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 a like a bit.ly URL that right. is connected to my Dropbox that they can scroll through and download their own picture. Oh, cool. Um, and then uh, also I Facebook Live that board breaking on our, our TriStar page, so that if they want to go back and look at the video and watch their kid break, you know, they can go back through and, and, uh, and or if they have anybody, anybody they want to, uh, you know, point to our page and say, hey, go watch this at this time. Because I let yeah. them know that, uh, you know, about this time to this time, so it's a half an hour board breaking. Because right. we usually have about 50 to 55 people doing the board breaking. That's great. And uh, we videotape all of that. And uh, so, yeah, there's, there's a few other things that we do, uh, you know, to kind of get – push and uh, generate some income, but push and, and uh, get some, uh, uh, you know, some buy-in. And we do do a, uh, uh, a, uh, a tournament as well. We do an inter-school tournament. We don't call it a CI, but we do an inter-school right, right, tournament yeah. as well in, in, in November too. That's a lot of stuff. I mean, for people to just take a few of these things and write them down and do them within your school. And by the way, those that are listening, Dwayne and I always look four months in advance, you know, so we're way ahead of the curve. We're not. And and it's funny. I wish we would have. Uh, I, I For some reason, Facebook was really messing with me this morning, too. And um, I had this really cool picture that I made of a squirrel. Um, and he was uh, and, and on the squirrel, I had, um, you know, his he's kind of like covering his face. And I said, oh, oh no, I, I, you know, I have so much to remember and I didn't start preparing yet for the fall, you know, and that, that was going to be my Facebook picture for the event that we did today. Um, it should be, it should say, oh, it should say, oh, nuts. And then, oh yeah. And then you're, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I have, I should change it and I'll, I could give it to you and you can use it for the podcast. But, um, but it was interesting to think about that because it's like almost, like it, it, the analogy became, it just was a photo that I had in my clip art photos because I collect photos that I think would be great to use for marketing and so on. 
But the analogy of that squirrel was pretty accurate compared to real life, right? Where we think about, you know, our business is sometimes too late and we miss the boat on things that should have been done prior. And, um, you know, just imagine the squirrel because he's out having so much fun or he's caught up in the running around right now and he's not he's not stocking his, his you know, acorns and nuts away um, to uh, survive over the wintertime. Um, and uh, then he would be left with the frozen tundra with nothing to eat and pretty much die. So this is a very good analogy for school owners as well where – they um, sometimes don't take the time and the foresight to look ahead, plan ahead, work on their schedule so that they don't screw up and miss out on these super crazy good amount of opportunities. Right, right. You know, so very pretty cool um, analogy that just, you know, was a little bit of an epiphany. And I know you have to go. Um, you have some stuff going on. So we'll, um, I guess everybody will be, you know, uh, giving us a call. If you're interested in the cards, I'm available. Even if you want to just talk to us, feel free to email either one of us on ideas. Um, please check out our, um, you know, our next level school on club.com. Look at the video and watch it and how we have this, we have a really good group of like-minded people. Um, it's not just about systems and programs, although we have tons of that stuff, but we have people who kind of think alike that are building their business strategically. Right. We talk about that all the right. time. And um, they're not caught like the squirrel without preparation, right? They're thinking, and we're always giving people ideas and stuff that you and I are doing, not theory, not concepts, not things that, that I came up with while I was, you know, brainstorming, but things that you and I have done and do well and succeed with. Yep. Well, I appreciate our time, Allie. I always love talking with you. Awesome, dude. You have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you real soon. Yeah, and I'm sorry about uh, Facebook screwing up our podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's but you okay. Have the audio, well, you have the audio version. Yeah, exactly. All right, cool, dude. We'll talk to you later. All right, have a good day. Sir.